Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. And welcome to Queen Pod's 12 Days of Podmas. It's New Year's Eve. It's the end of 2021. Hooray. Very soon it will be 2022. Uh, I am joined by my wonderful Queen Pod cohorts, the lovely Suze Kempner. Hello, Suze. Hello. Happy New Year's Eve. Thank you very much. You got good plans for tonight? The best plans. The best of plans. The best plans ever. I'm in the Maldives singing in a top class resort. And here's a version for if I don't get to go because of COVID. Oh, I'm just at home tonight. (laughs) There you go. I really hope to get to go to the Maldives. (laughs) That's a very contrasty New Year's Eve, isn't it? (laughs) I'm just at home on my... On my with my green screen, putting the Maldives yeah, bit in my background behind me, drinking <laughs> bowls directly from the bottle. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, we are also joined for uh, by the mighty Queen filmmaker, Mister Simon Lupton. Hello, 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 sir. Happy hello. New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve to you too. Yes, yeah. you're going to uh, get an early night. Yeah, actually, last year I parted and said, next year can't be any worse than this last year. No. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) What do I know? Any new New Year's resolutions, guys? I've resolved to drink more. I don't think I've been drinking enough. Again, it's just up that intake. more alcohol. Yeah, Yeah. I've been really slack on it. I've got a lot of, like, I've got almost a whole bottle of absinthe. (laughs) (laughs) Why? You'll get through what's, that by the end of the podcast. Doing... Yes, exactly. Oh my God. Glug, <laughs> glug, glug. Trying to work your way through a bottle of absinthe during a Come podcast. On. It couldn't go pint. worse. I'm having a pint of absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> Any others? Any others? New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I'm going to get on EastEnders this year. 
Yes. Yes. I'm a hundred percent down for that. If you <laughs> my need my New Year's resolution a this Kickstarter, year, I will do- donate. I think yeah, I think that's how it works. Is who donates the most to the BBC, uh, and yeah. that's just that's who gets into power. Um, I uh, <laughs> yeah, my New Year's resolution for this year was to audition for EastEnders, and I did, but I didn't get it. So the, oh. 2022, the news resolution is to get on EastEnders. Yeah, yeah. Freddie's favourite on... show. There you go. What's your like? What's your EastEnd accent like? Have you kind of good? Have you been working on it? Have you been perfecting it? Yeah. How's this? Yeah. I already told him to go around the back. <laughs> How on earth you didn't get on the show? It's a mystery to me. That's good. That's just a That's sample really line good. as well. That's like that That's could be amazing. that could be for anything. Here's another one for you. Yeah. yeah, looks like it's going to be a good Christmas. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like I'm in Albert Square. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've I got... Can, I can smell the Queen Vic. I've, I've got the gist of how it all works. I think 2022 sure. is going to be a good year for me on Albert Square. And Ian Beale's left. There's an opening, right? There's an opening for a whiny little busybody. Yeah. <laughs> Enter Sue's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll inspire all the writers. I'm up for that. Simon, New Year's resolution. It's not your so, baby. Do you know what? I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. I don't want to talk about New Year's resolutions anymore. It's gone really badly. All right. It's gone really What well. I do want to talk about is our lovely Patreons. Please go along to patreon.com forward slash queenpod and look at how to get involved with us and support us. We will give you loads of lovely treats. We'll give you a badge. We'll give you a signed postcard from us. We'll give you a shout out on the pod. Check this out. Hey. Graham Brady, Sophie71, Neil McDonald, Anthony Bruin and Beth Maguire. Thanks so much for supporting us on Patreon. I think you're going to inspire loads of other people. I would like to uh, say how pathetically grateful we are to Richard, Kirsty Macbeth, Linda Murray, Aerialist Elite and Ricardo Attade. Thank you. Hello everyone, it's John Robbins here, coming live from the Queen's Zone. Uh, but in true John Robbins fashion, I've snuck a Frank Zappa t-shirt in there. And I would just like to say thank you to a few Patreon legends. Uh, the roll call of honour for your support over the past year. Uh, reads thus, thanks to Maria C. Maraquin. Thanks to Mark Day. Praise be to Justin Wise. A big cheer for Matthew Jackson. And a special mention to Abri, or Abri, whichever way you slice it, it's a lovely name. Thanks, folks. Keep on rocking into 2022, and thank God it's Christmas. John Robbins ruining everyone's New Year's Eve with another Frank Zappa t-shirt. Suze, do you do you have anyone to thank out there? Yes, and I'm going to thank them in the style of someone on EastEnders. <laughs> oh, all right, Dave Fordham. Cheers, mate. And you, James Daniels, Lee Fordham, Dwayne Moore. Ah, oh, tar James Clark. Nice. That's fine. That's, that's See you later, head. yeah? <laughs> Be lucky. It's in the bag, Suze. It's, it's totally in the bag. Do you want to know why I didn't why I didn't get it this time? Go on. No. It was it was a scene. They change all the names in the script and I got my scene and I went, Oh, I know that this is it was three scenes. I know that these scenes are with Danny Dyer. I could just tell from the dialogue and what's going on. I was like, "That's a, these are with Danny Dyer. So I did the audition, did the tape, and they were like, great. Then they got me to do some more, and then they went, okay, it's her and one other we decided today. And then I didn't get it. I was like, oh, I just missed out. That's probably good, though, for the future. 
And then when I watched the show, the part was being played by Danny Dyer's real life daughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I went, oh, I can't, I cannot I stand nepotism in this business. <laughs> it drives me up the wall. Hello. Yeah, producer Sam, have you got any new <laughs> Listen, it was uh, Queen's 50th anniversary this year, wasn't it? Yeah. They've had a top five album every decade for six straight decades. Amazing. And number one albums in four of those decades. Hey. Isn't that amazing? So it was only the noughties and the tens that they didn't have a, a number one album in specifically, but that's actually kind of understandable because they weren't recording. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but yes, absolutely unbelievable um, titans. Gods, they are. They are gods. Mm. 50th anniversary of Queen. It's an amazing, amazing year. And my God, weren't they busy? Mm. Yes. It feels like one of the busiest years ever. Um, I've got like a little potted history of what they've been up to this year. Would you like to hear a little bit yeah. of it? Greatest Hits got back into the top 10 uh, yeah. the UK album mm-hmm. charts. It came in at number eight, peaked at number two. So that was uh, right at the beginning of January. The Queen Rock Tour mobile game was released, which I have played to death. Did you guys mm. play it much or was it just me and John? I think it's like, it was just you it's and like John, yeah. Oh, I can't do. I can't. I can't. It's, I think the last one is a kind of magic, and I cannot get the final star on a kind of magic. It sounds like the simplest song in the deck, but it's the hardest one to play on Queen Rock Tour. Mm. So, uh, Rock Tour fans, yup. Uh, record collectors, Queen's twentieth, fiftieth anniversary. That's the first time we appeared in print. I think was it? Or yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Certainly, John Robbins did a lovely little uh, intro about. Uh, on that that was very nice we'll come back to this but someone made a long running YouTube series called <laughs> Queen the Greatest we're coming back to that did you know that Roger Taylor uh, featured on Gary Kemp's new album in April did you guys know that no that's some deep cuts right there, there he did the go. drums on Too mm. Much on Gary oh, cool. Kemp's album In Solo so check that out mm-hmm. not to be outdone Brian featured on a new Spanish music industry charity single uh, Hymno a la Alegria I did not know either of those things those guys get up to stuff Bites the Dust has hit a billion Spotify streams, that's insane Roger released uh, Outsider and did a UK solo tour um, Brian announced his Gold series, kicking off with Back to the Light, uh, his solo album, he reissued that, we'll come back to that um, Someone Purchased uh, the limited edition vinyl release of Greatest Hits in Japan. I have that. I still have not taken it out of the vinyl. I'm not quite yeah. sure why I bought it. I know all the songs. I have all the songs, but I have it. Um, Greatest nice Hits, of course. It is a nice thing to have, actually. Mm. I had a couple of Japanese imports in my original collection when I was a kid, and it's nice to have one uh, again. Mm. Um, I mean, these things appreciate so quickly, right? They release these seven-inch vinyl singles for like fifteen quid on the in the Queen stores, and they immediately sell for like four hundred quid on eBay. Thanks. That's true. Uh, what else happened? The Queen Trivia Challenge uh, on Amazon Alexa that was released. Very exciting. Narrated by um, a very famous uh, figure in the Queen family. That's right. You're on a roll. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Simon. Simon's the voice of the Queen Alexa Quiz Challenge. You know How <laughs> exciting. It's very cool. So you get a lot of Simon going, you're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> I did audition it with an East End accent, but they said, no, any chance you, mm. <laughs> you can... You can Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We already have someone who does that. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh what else have I got here? I've got uh, Bohemian Rhapsody named as number one, as UK's number one driving song in a poll by Coover. Do you know who Coover is? No. They're a car insurance you... company. Ah. <laughs> with great taste. This is ridiculous. Um, Outsider did all right, man. Got uh, got to number three in the UK charts. Amazing. I thought that was pretty cool. Really good. Uh, the Queen Family Sing-Along aired in the UK, in, uh, in the US in uh, in November. What was it? I think Queen it was. Like the impression, like, yeah. They got like, like quite random assembly of groups like the Pentatonics to do like Queen Oh, I see. All they along. all did like a Queen tribute. It does concert. seem like a lot of fun. Yeah, mm. it does. Seem yeah, like I think that sounds all right. Probably yeah. really nice for people. The singers who love Queen were like, oh, what great thing to be asked to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just in time for Christmas, the revised and updated. Uh, a version of Queen as it began, the book by Jackie Smith and Jimmy mm. Jenkins, now available for pre-order. Mm. Very good times. Uh, I have to start with Queen the Greatest, which is a series of fifty shorts, which you're on about episode forty. Forty now is it? Simon? Yeah, we've passed forty. Well, I know we're on mm. the home straight. Wow, <laughs> it's incredible. Have you managed to watch any of them yet? They're so good for some. binging. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Each. Uh, utterly brilliantly fun hey maybe um, i'll watch them on the plane to the maldives here's an alternate yeah. version of that maybe i'll watch them in my house <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm getting a dreadful sense of which version we're going to be using <laughs> on these um what was the one where you had the audacity to start the episode using the track party off the miracle album yeah, Queen the Parties episode thirty-five. <laughs> well, if you start, if you do an episode called Parties, and you're looking for a track, yeah. I have a question for you that I think will elucidate all of this for us. It's from Monique Brognan, a lovely uh, Queen Pod listener. Um, and she says, "I've got a question for Simon about the series The Greatest. First of all, congratulations and thank you for this awesome work." Very kind. Thank you. Yep. You needed to say something like that there, I which did. is yes, good. I am I, grateful. <laughs> I'd like to know more about how you chose the subject of each episode. How did you manage that choice? Did you submit each one to Brian or Roger and the Queen team? Or were you free to realise the whole project on your own before submitting the complete series? Very good question. Um, yeah. I was given complete free run to sort of choose whatever topic I wanted to um but i had pitched the idea to them obviously to start with um so they bought into it and it was agreed at that stage that it would be a chronological journey and essentially it's just another way of telling the queen story really but just sort of picking on their biggest or some of their biggest achievements um, performances songs and so forth um so it's this massive celebration of all things great about queen um, so I sat down and I mapped out 
a list and when you do it chronologically there there are certain quite helpful temp poles that you just know you're going to have to to have to have um mm. key songs or key moments key performances and so forth um so there are quite a few of the blanks got filled in very very quickly and then as we went on other ideas sort of came along really um like i really wanted to do uh the parties one for example because i wanted to show that that was mm. a side of queen that's what they were famous for as well you know they play they worked hard but they play hard too um mm-hmm. and so basically we put one together um and then it goes to brian and roger and they watch it and they approve it um and we're on a oh, sort of really? roll of doing it's actually them. one a week so yeah they sign it off and um uh, they seem to be really enjoying them, which is a great buzz for me because We're in a lot really of cases <laughs> they're going, oh, I've forgotten we did that or, oh, th- yeah, that's nice to see that again. Um, so it's been really, really good fun. And they seem to have struck a chord because obviously lots of people are watching them, which is fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm immensely proud of the fact that you know we are now doing something once a week on the Queen YouTube channel, which is the first time that that's yeah. been able to happen. So there's there's a nice sort of, I like to think it's a nice sort of treat at the end of the week uh, mm. for people to sort of watch them because they come out on Fridays. How far in advance of release date would you be working on each? We're two week, weeks. Were you working like two weeks ahead? My two God, that's ahead. tight. So it is Are you tight. doing all this with producer Giles, right? That's right, yeah. He edits them together brilliantly and sort of um, puts them all together which is which is great so i find the assets and send them over to him and he works his magic and brings it all together and then we send it over to brian and roger and they hopefully give us a thumbs up and then it gets delivered to the universal team who who publish them uh, get them ready and uh wonderful uh, phil symes who looks after queen's pr make sure that uh, the journalists know that it's coming and yeah. we've had great coverage i mean a lot of publications um cover it every week and find a nice little story to tell so queen are out there every week which is great um how did you find the five minute run time is that harder or easier it is it is hard because you could as we have proved you could talk for hours as we do on all our podcasts you can rattle on Mm. for ages about anything can't you there's so much to talk about but it's a good discipline to have because you want it to be a nice you know, coffee break or something for people. Just five minutes of mm. Queen once a week. Absolutely. That's all it needs to be. Um, there's still so much. But the thing that's really struck me is, obviously, the most popular one is the Bohemian Rhapsody one. You'd expect that, obviously. But the second most popular one is the one where we look at five of John Deacon's hits. That's a that's lovely cool. thing to hear. It is. And I love the fact that... Um, that Deakey's still he just draws very much so much interest, heart. doesn't he? Yeah, and he's got some bangers. He is, he is an incredibly <laughs> fascinating component of that band. He is. Hmm. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, yeah, he's got some great songs. You just brushed over very quickly. You just brushed over. I'll just find the assets. How that? How that? Surely must be the time-consuming bit. Is that easy, or is it all just catalogued in your head or something? Yeah, there there are lots of of, of places where you know we, we've amassed stuff over the over the years really and we haven't had an opportunity to use it and, and so we can yeah we have right. a great film researcher called keith badman who seems to know so much so we've brought some stuff wow. in from from third party libraries as well that we've not, not you know i'd not seen before or not 
Nice. Finding things like when we did the one on Rock in Rio, there was a BBC program where they sent a reporter over to Rio to cover the the event, and um, there was some lovely footage from that which we brought in just to use because I'd not seen it before, and um, and probably most people hadn't since it went out in 1985. I think that's the thing was they each seemed fresh. They didn't feel like a rehash of material I've already seen. Uh, um, Hopefully, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of stuff in there that you will have seen somewhere before. But if you're a deep cut queen fan, you probably have seen pretty much everything there is to see that's out there. But um, bears repeat viewing, I say. (laughs) It didn't feel like you just took a section of these are the days of our lives. There you go. Yeah, you really worked them up. It's very impressive stuff. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit now about a couple of um, solo things that Brian and Roger have been up to. Should we deal with um, uh, the Back to the Light remaster first? Mm -hmm. We did a lovely special on Back to the Light in Series 2, which we then didn't feel the need to update or redo on the release of the album because Brian didn't actually change and i think there was one tiny thing that he changed musically but he was really happy with the music itself so he cleaned it up and made it sound amazing and then he also added a a, a beautiful second disc with a whole load of alternate versions of tracks and stuff like that simon you and i ended up quite heavily involved uh with uh back to the light didn't we we did a video didn't we for um back to the light um Mm. which was uh the single a marvelous experience. Yeah, the no, time traveler video. The time traveler. Have you had a chance to check that out, Suze? Because we kind of kept it from you, John. We didn't want to make <laughs> you, you did. jealous. We kept really quiet about it while we were just hanging out with Brian all the time. I wouldn't have been jealous. I'd have said, "Hey, good for you." No. Oh, bless you. Oh, what a cool thing! Was it a really cool thing to do? It was a really, really cool thing to do. It was a pure creative experience. I feel like we've talked about it a lot. So basically, on the on, on our Patreon, if you have joined our Patreon, there is a, a, a one-hour Q&A with me and Simon where we're talking about it in detail. It's worth looking at because we have we show clips of the previs. We've got, like, the shot list. We've got, like, set designs. We really explain how we managed to get to Brian Mays to turn up on stage playing guitar together which was Mm. the objective and you know doing it all entirely through this pandemic and stuff and doing that safely and all the rest of it was very very cool but yeah what I found personally working on it and also I've written a thing for the prefect I feel like I've gone on about it enough Um, (laughs) but there was a a couple of things I would note here the first is uh, working with Brian is a purely creative exercise which is really refreshing you're not compromised by any kind of politics personal politics or anything like that it doesn't come into play um, um, you know all, all, all the kind of stuff that you tend to have to deal with that's a little bit difficult or challenging to deal with in a lot of content production it's just you don't have to worry about any of that stuff working with Brian so it's, it's a real genuine joy um, and the other thing I would say is Brian clearly trusts Simon implicitly. And I think it was the first time I kind of noticed that Simon's actually quite a big deal in the in in the Queen structure of things. 
Simon's got a lot of integrity. He's a good human being, but um, and so he wears it lightly, I think. But actually, you know, Brian is interested in Simon's take on things and listens to him. Um, yeah. So those were the two things that struck me. How about you, Simon? What was it like? Have you you haven't actually made a music video for Brian May before, as such, right? Not not on that sort of scale. I've done You've reworked some. Yeah, done some rework re-edits, and we've done a few a few little bits um, with with Kerry uh, Ellis. Oh yes, of course, you did women last year. Yeah, so that the, yeah, the women video was was quite a big shoot. Um, that was, uh, but nothing on that sort of scale, obviously, and nothing with sort of a track of that sort of magnitude. Because you said. I don't know if you remember this, but the, we did a uh, on one of the pods uh, a little while ago, the one where Suze famously <laughs> decided the person she would be <laughs> in Queen, if it wasn't a member of Queen, would be the person that gave them bottles of water. Yeah. You said... Just like an assistant, be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would maybe needed to be called upon to sing on occasion. Who knows? So, um, um, but uh, I think, Simon, you said you would be... Is it David Richards? that you David That, that would be... David yeah. Mallet, sorry, right, the, yeah. uh, the, the yes, the the video director, and you actually got to do that properly this year. Yes, because as as you say, I I always imagined that making Queen videos was a really extraordinary creative process, um, mm. and you know something to to you know that would be joyous. And I've certainly mm. heard David Mallet talk about stories, you know, about how there was a lot of laughter on set you know particularly yes, there was a lot of laughter, i want to yeah. break free video and uh, you know things like that so uh, you know they are hard work and they're quite stressful but also there's a lot of fun um and there's loads of stories of the band turning up with crates of champagne to go into the edit suite and you know all getting hammered and then the next day having to unpick everything they'd done the day before um so that uh, that, <laughs> that would have been a lovely process that didn't happen on <laughs> it didn't happen on us but as you say it was a very it, working with with brian um, on videos um you know it, it's always a, a joy uh, and an extremely productive experience i will say this and simon's right i'll say this to you so he loves comedians like we oh. ran into beck hill in the uh uh in the edit suite he's a australian comedian who works in the i UK know beck lot. yeah yeah you know beck and uh, yeah. she was just down a few doors doing some adr on something and we had to do a fire escape like the fire alarms went off so we had to fire escape out of the Endemol building in shepherd's bush with brian May, which is crazy but i ran into beck there and I literally, I think I introduced her to Brian as, uh, oh, this is a comedian friend of mine. But And the second I said comedian, like his eyes lit up and he was utterly engaged and really excited to Aww. talk to her. So when the time comes. <laughs> He'd be like, do you know any good lines that could go in EastEnders? And I'll go, I've got, I've got a few, mate. <laughs> I've got a few that I've been working on. Yeah. Yeah. It would work. Yeah. You've been down the market. Like you misunderstood something, but it's fine. It's fine. What I'm saying is, he appreciates a sense of humour. What all of them? He likes any <laughs> sense of humour. <laughs> no, he does. Even he does. mine. He likes all of the senses of humour. Um, <laughs> and yes, it is a, a great joy working with him for sure. So mm. um, that's good. But also, you know, hopefully next year we get another world. Maybe who knows? Mm. Looking forward to that. He does say that he's working on that, doesn't he? Yeah. So fingers crossed for that. We get to do all kinds of. 
fun stuff around that. It's not an album I'm as familiar with as Back to the Light because I listened to that album to death when that was released. It was a brilliant, brilliant album. And Back to the Light is a banger. And Roger released a legit solo album called Outsider. I don't know if you've had a chance to have a proper listen to that, actually, guys. Did you? No, I haven't. No, okay. Um, I heard it. I've the... heard some stuff from it, but I haven't had a yeah. proper listen. Did you hear his cover of the clapping song, stuff like that? The clapping song is great. Yeah, yeah, the clapping song. You know the clapping song. Uh, you know, three six nine, the goose rank. Oh done a very funky cover of that on it yeah. there was also a little bit of re-releasing i think going on like there's a lovely version of foreign sand on there uh a lovely version of journey's end um there's um i think absolutely anything had been previously released in some form but um yeah it's a. Uh, it's, it, uh, for me, it's a, it's it's one of Roger's slower albums. It's a, certainly more um, contemplative. Uh, he's got two versions of a track called "Gangsters Are Running This World." Gangsters are running this world. You can shout, but never be heard. Gangsters. Particularly since I saw him performing it live, it is one of those songs that sort of got into my head because, like, I just like he was. I think it was a song that he wrote about Bolsonaro and Putin. Mm, mm-hmm. Was it Camus? Years and years ago. And look how educated I am. Albert Camus said that uh, a pandemic will shine a light on the corruption of the world. And, <laughs> and Roger, for yeah. me, in that song, "Gangsters Are Running This World," has done exactly the same thing. Mm. I think we can kind of see what's going on on planet earth at the moment and um but well, they're good right on boys aren't the they they are especially yeah. roger like he's properly yeah he's about he, he's got a brain and he hasn't forgotten where he came from and it's nice yeah uh he's guaranteed to blow your mind it's simon says guaranteed to blow your mind. and i'm gonna let you i've got two i'm gonna let you choose okay which one you would like to hear okay so I throw yes. this to you too. Yeah. Um, I thought that seeing as we uh, were looking back at 2021, which um, is, as we said, Queen's 50th year, 
then it's quite appropriate that maybe we just played a bit of the original Delane Lee demo of Keep Yourself Alive, which was recorded in December 1971. So as oh, we wow. sit here now, exactly 50 years ago, um, that first Queen track was being demoed at Delane Lee cool. Studios. Or that it's also been a celebration of and a re-release of the, the Flash Gordon movie um, yes. as well. And yes. there is a fantastic uh, piano version with no synthesizers of the football fight, <laughs> which is quite a quirky little thing. Which Freddie played? I believe so, yeah. That's the first thing I learned to play on piano was football fight. Oh, really? I taught myself how to play football fight. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so here's what I'm suggesting, Suze. Because mm-hmm. it's the actual actual 50th anniversary of the demo yeah keep yourself alive to the day to the hour to the hour yeah the All point right. at which you are listening to this right now is the actual anniversary <laughs> of that track we i <laughs> whenever it is yeah. you're listening to it it is the actual 50th the anniversary. genuine anniversary yeah uh that maybe we listen to that now and that maybe we um use football fight to play us out great thinking okay that way we get both all right, then. I don't know. Do what you like. good version it's a really really good version 50 really years ago to this very moment that's what was happening nice so they were still layering that all up right simon yeah it sounds amazing oh, doesn't it God. just for a d- demo that sounds so cool what's freddie's voice like to you there so compared to it's cool it's a little more laid back than a bit muted, uh, isn't it? 
it's kind of like Softer. he's sort of quite loose with it whereas yeah. when we actually get the version he's more punchier which is yeah. uh, his, he's more of his signature sound on the 73 album release absolutely right well I mean, there's a lot more things that we could do to talk about what got on this year. Uh, we're not going to. I mean, you know, they released a, a hot space Rubik's Cube. Who doesn't want a hot space Rubik's Cube? Um, and, you know, there were, on a, on a gentle note, it would, it, would, um, it would behoove us to mention the sad passing of uh, the mighty Mick Rock. Um, yes, of course. Photography was off the chain. There's a few other people that we may have lost along the way. I think what we will do now is talk about how the show must go on. How's 2022 looking for Queen Activity, folks? Fingers crossed for the tour, aren't mm, we? Yeah. Suze, you've got your tickets. I've got my oh, tickets. Oh, yeah. Um, very exciting. Yeah. Let's hope and, then, and then Brian May goes, oh, I'm thirsty. And I go, ha ha, I've got this. <laughs> and I run to the side of the stage. With a little bottle of Volvic. Bottle like, of Volvic. <laughs> Hello, mate. Volvic, what, was it? Governor? No worries. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be great. Uh, hopefully, another world, maybe a tour. Do you think they might get in the studio with Adam Simon? Is that something they might? Who knows? Do? Who knows? You would never say if you did know. No. Um, any other Queen activities for the year that you are able to tell us about, given the success, for example, of uh, a series of 55 minute shorts? Is that something that may be revisited? Well, we are talking about what else we can do you know when queen the greatest finishes in march you know what might 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 follow on so we're talking about that That's exciting. That's um, bits, obviously hmm. uh greg brooks's i want it all book finally yes. hits the shelves in two volumes yeah in two volumes <laughs> next year which is very exciting is john's christmas cracker going to be in that <laughs> thing? i hope it's on the cover i would i would be surprised if it wasn't quite frankly <laughs> um, and uh, I, I know this has been talked about publicly, but maybe next year will will be or 2022. If you're listening to this in 2022, um, <laughs> there might be a release around the miracle uh, this year. I know that's been mentioned in the past. So yes, because we need the 12-inch version of Breakthrough available more ubiquitously than on the 12-inch. Also, the 12 inch version of Radio Gaga, please. Can we have that available? Can we make that happen? Uh, yeah, I'll just make a note of that and get that sorted for you. No problem. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And of course, we'll be doing more Queen Pod and Queen Pod Video Pod because we're starting to release our podcasts on YouTube. So it's easy for you to send your links to your people that you know that like Queen. Like if you've got people in your family that really like queen but they, they they don't do podcasts just send them the youtube link and you can see our happy faces looking bored whenever <laughs> we're not talking and uh and enjoy it that way and uh hopefully we will spread the word because uh, we are really keen for queen pod to really take off this year um we've got a lot of plans uh, for the show we're going to do a lot of good stuff with it so um yes please spread that word patreon.com forward slash queen pod get involved uh queen pod at the queenpodcast.com send us a note it'd be lovely to hear from you send the word around get everyone listening to the podcast please we are not niche for we are queen we love you all happy new year happy new year happy new year
Play Queen Loud. This has been The Queen Pod, a Seven Seas Films production. Edited and produced by me, Sam Easton. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and stay in touch by emailing queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and Happy New Year. Sam, I've got good news. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan's made it to the Maldives. Oh, fantastic. She's out there. She's out oh, there. She's out great. there. She's out there. She looks so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she's out there for work, actually, uh, yeah. which is also awesome. But yeah, yeah. no, um, the Facebook feed is full of a happy face by beautiful looking ocean. So there we go. Oh, a amazing. good New Year's. <laughs> Why aren't we in the Maldives? Yeah, that's because we're not rich. Right. Just do a podcast about Queen, innit?